Hi, everyone, and welcome to this Cisco Security Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. This is the second part and a continuation of our first podcast where we discussed security automation, advanced analytics, and the latest trends in cybersecurity. My name is Christian Heinel, and I'm the technical lead for Cisco Cybersecurity in Northern Europe. And also, like our first podcast, I have with me today uh, Petra Senarowski, our expert in cybersecurity from our advanced uh, threat solutions team. Hi everyone, I'm Petr Chenhorsky and I focus on machine learning in cybersecurity. Uh, I'm associated to Cisco Research and I'll be happy to give you a peek, preview and continue our conversations on the latest trends and innovations in cybersecurity. Sounds great, uh, sounds great Petra. Uh, so in the previous podcast we introduced uh, some of the results from our latest uh, Cisco cybersecurity report and it, uh, it somewhat concluded that automation and analytics are becoming key themes uh, in cybersecurity today. So Petra, um, can you, you know, for, for new listeners, can you just start by elab- elaborating a little bit um, on automation and analytics? Yeah, uh, you know, in essence, we see that automation and analytics are really becoming the new frontier of cybersecurity. It is the automation of the incident response process and workflow uh, as, as well uh, as heavy analytics underneath that which will point you to fewer highly contextualized and highly confident, uh, high confidence findings that the operations teams need to look at or ideally not look at as the response has already been fully automated. So there is very, very uh, heavy need for uh, both automation and analytics and they're like connected uh, realms. The, the better you do in uh, analytics, the less uh, of automation you then have to do. Okay, sure. Okay, I understand. So, so I think we should start by looking a little bit closer on automation and analytics. Um, and after that, I would like uh, to hear your opinion and discuss with you, Petra, how these technologies are relevant to some of the emerging challenges that we all face um, in the security industry or scene. You know, such as the growing amount of encrypted traffic on the internet, um, how that complicates detection of, of threats, and what do organizations do with the growing amount of connected IoT devices? And then finally, do, 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 we, do we have some specific uh, latest threat trends uh, to call out? Um, maybe such as, as crypto mining infections um, and so on. So, so on automation and analytics, Petra, what are some of the toughest threats that organizations face? And how does that map and how can automation and analytics uh, help address these? So I'd say the most damaging threats are going to be exactly the ones that organizations don't have any knowledge about, right? Uh, I call this the advanced threat visibility gap. On average, if you take an organization out there that doesn't leverage analytics in their environment, they're going to have around 1% of their devices or assets compromised by a malware without knowing about it. And that's a huge problem, right? You might ask, hey, is 1% of devices, is it a lot? You know, the problem really is that 1% of your infected devices, so think of one laptop out of every 100, is then going to cause, this 1% is going to cause the 99% of all the damage that your organization is going to suffer from the cyber threats. 
Okay, so, so that, that, that makes sense. So the, the 1% is actually really, really um, important. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, well, we address this problem by applying a uh, very rigorous and layered approach to security analytics, where we process various telemetry sources from the network, you know, uh, assess all the long-term behaviors of hosts and, and devices and correlate those to malware behaviors modeled in our labs or in our sandbox environments and then uh, uh, the individual hosts, individual hosts and correlate them on a global scale across uh, individual organizations on one hand or across entire industries. You know, the processing pipeline starts by employing a lot of the unsupervised learning techniques so that you can exactly retain your sensitivity to discover net new findings. Uh, you start by baselining traffic and detecting anomalies. And as you move forward towards categorizing individual behaviors that you've seen, that's where you start employing more and more of the supervised techniques and correlations on global scale and across complementary data sources to provide more conviction and more context. Okay, so 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 you you're talking about you know you, you said that you uh, you use telemetry from the network, uh, you do it from from hosts, and 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 you correlate those and to to malware behaviors that you already have in your lab um, or sandbox environments. Uh, you talked about global correlation as well. Can you can you give an example of a concrete technology that you apply to to do this? The, yeah, well, yes, the, the pipeline that I've just described is part of our uh, cloud-delivered breach detection technology called Cognitive Threat Analytics, which integrates nicely across the portfolio to ingest telemetry from web security appliances or other third-party proxies. It integrates with the ThreatGrid sandbox to correlate behaviors. It integrates with the m Endpoints clients, the endpoint protection solution, and also our StealthWatch NetFlow analytics platform. It is also the heart of our encrypted traffic analytics solution. Encrypted traffic um, uh, analytics solution. So, so if I look at the annual security report uh, from 2018, um, I, I could observe that, that, that above 50% of all internet traffic is now encrypted. So what that, that tells me, you know, the internet is basically going, going dark. Um, so I think you know encryption is great for data privacy. It protects you and me, the users that are browsing the internet, and so. But it also poses a challenge for security uh, practitioners that want to inspect that same traffic that is now uh, encrypted. I heard something about TLS 1.3 uh, making it really, really difficult uh, for organizations to uh, to perform that decryption using man in the middle or TLS proxies. Uh, or whatever, and they also said it was really expensive. So, so what is your answer to that? It is a challenge. You're absolutely right. You know, we're hearing from organizations that it is just unsustainable, even if they were capable to inspect full traffic at, at their perimeter, there's just too much of it. Uh, and not all of it even passes through a well-defined perimeter. So there's just no way organizations could just decrypt everything. You know, what we focus on instead and recommend is an analytics approach. At Cisco, we have developed an enhanced version of the NetFlow standard that allows you to describe all the traffic on the network and specifically encrypted traffic in more color 
you will see the size of individual packets, their timing and frequency, just additional characteristics, uh, additional features that you can then use and leverage in, uh, in analytics. You know. With that, if you apply the, uh, the exact same analytics pipeline that I have elaborated on previously, you can identify malware activity with very high certainty, even within encrypted communication channels and without the need for decryption. And, and for inspection of the traffic payloads. And I'll say it again, because that's very, very important. We are capable of identifying malicious command and control without the need for decryption based on enhanced telemetry from the network and very rigorous approach to analytics, leveraging full spectrum of techniques from artificial intelligence and machine learning. We call this approach the encrypted traffic analytics. And within the heart of this is the uh, Cisco network coupled with the Cisco StealthWatch solution with cognitive threat analytics enabled. This is a powerful and necessary techniques because as you stated, the encryption is on the rise. And what's more important uh, is that also attackers are starting to adopt more and more encryption. For, for just the past 12 months, we've seen almost threefold increase in malware binaries leveraging encryption for their command and control. Okay, so threefold increase in, 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 in malware that are using encryption um, and making some of the organizations blind to that threat, uh, that does not sound good. So I have an additional question before I want to, to move into the, um, uh, to the next uh, question that I have. We also talk about, uh, Petra, crypto compliance. I know that, that you know, payment card industry are pushing um, that, that, that to be compliant on PCI you actually need to verify and audit that you are leveraging or using the newest and safest and greatest um, encryption methods. Um, uh, do we? Do we? Can we somehow survey that? I know it would be costly. Also, if you know, if an SSL technology or TLS technology would be vulnerable, we would have to upgrade. How does an organization handle the encryption compliance issue? Yeah, totally. This is another layer of the encrypted traffic analytics solution. We call that crypto compliance, basic uh, crypto crypto auditing. But basically, based on telemetry you extract from the network, you can also just validate. You know, are you as an organization using the the right crypto, the the, um, uh, the right protocols, um, uh, in all the right places? And the problem is, the challenge is, most organizations just don't know. So th this additional level of visibility, hey, am I actually in encrypting using the right level of encryption in the right um, uh, parts of my environment is, is critically important. So, so that's basically, that's almost a uh, step one. You know, you want to do a careful crypto audit on, on what you use and, and, and where. Uh, you know, which crypto suites, are they strong enough? And then the second step is you dive into, uh, I absolutely want to have visibility into malware activity and malware command and control. Both of that covered with uh, the encrypted traffic analytics. Okay, okay. So, so two use cases there for, for turning on the light when our networks becomes a little bit darker with encryption. Okay, thanks. Uh, thanks, um, thanks, Petra. I think let's, let, let's focus on another big trend uh, which I also uh, derived from the security report. And we're hearing this from everywhere, right? The amount of IoT devices in organizations are ever increasing. I heard a number that by, I think it was by 2020, we're looking at some, something close to 50 billion IoT devices. Uh, what are some of the challenges uh, with this? And, um, and if we bridge it, how can, how can automation and analytics 
um, help out in these scenarios. Mm -hmm. You're correct. Many organizations uh, out there are introducing IoT devices into their organizations and, and, and that's happening knowingly or are these devices just pop up and that's, you know, uh, that, that's the reality, right? Some of them get introduced um, <clears throat> like strategically, some of them just simply get brought in. And literally the biggest problem for security operations teams is that they don't have the full knowledge of what they have in terms of IoT devices. So for that, you need an additional level of visibility across your network and again, an automation and, and clustering. So some smart algorithm could help you uh, pull these devices and, and show you groups of devices that are showing coherent behaviors, cluster them in a meaningful way so that the security teams can identify these IoT devices and can regain control. Okay, so yeah, so regain control, start to, to, to find out what is, what is actually in the network, and then maybe once you know what, what it is, you can start to, uh, to use that visibility to, um, uh, do you mean, you know, like perform segmentation or or who can they talk to, or, or what do you mean, Petra? Oh, exactly. Then once you know, then you can uh, really start applying policy, segmentation, uh, etc. Start protecting these devices. If you don't know they're there, it's a blind spot. Understood. Understood. Okay, so looking at the time, we're almost at the end of this uh, podcast, Petra. There's still one more thing that I'd like to discuss with you, uh, something that I hear also a lot, uh, even in the news. So the fuss and, and the buzz around... Uh, cryptocurrencies such as Bip, Bitcoin, etc. Are, are there any new emerging threats related to, to cryptocurrency and the use of that? Cryptocurrencies, they are top of mind, absolutely. You know, what we see attackers doing is they have just recently turned from uh, requesting ransom for holding your assets hostage, uh, you know, remember the typical ransomware scenarios, into simply just monetizing their presence in your environment to mine cryptocurrencies. An activity that is unwanted that most organizations absolutely want to mitigate. Again, this is a distinct category of threats that is ideally covered by analytics, certainly with our detection engines, and we're receiving a lot of great feedback from organizations. They absolutely want to be aware of such activities in their environment so that they can just go and take an action against it. Okay, so it's like, it's like you know, the, uh, the attackers follow the money, right? But is, but is there, you know, I'm, I'm looking at how much is a Bitcoin, and, and if, I, if I compromise an asset that I then crypto mine, I could make maybe one cent, uh, an hour or something, or, or is there really money? Yeah, the to problem be, uh... <laughs> with these infections is they are happening in mass. They they really happen at at a massive large scale, and that is is then becoming a problem. And if you look at it uh, from the, the the compute perspective, you know the amount of CPU power uh, and memory that got wasted in in your organization for. Um, crypto mining purposes, that could become easily very, very tangible to you as a single organization also. Okay. Okay, thanks. Uh, thanks for clarifying that. Uh, an interesting emerging trend, I would say, because what, what I get from this is also that if you are crypto mining an asset, um, unlike ransomware, you're really not going to tell anyone that, that you have compromised that asset, right? You will, be, you will stick under the radar in some way um, to keep mining, I guess. Yeah, you know, just one example there. If you spin up, um, uh, you know, workloads uh, in the uh, public 
cloud service providers, just make sure you harden that environment very, very carefully because you wouldn't want to wake up the next day to see that someone's crypto mining using all of your CPU uh, capacity on, on, uh, you know, that, you, that you've purchased from the cloud provider. Of course. Yeah, great example. Great example. So it really seems that automation and analytics already um, have a lot of use cases uh, in the cybersecurity operations and in our ability to defend ourselves today. So you discussed with me, uh, Petra, the encryption that is happening, the increase of encryption uh, and the malware problem associated with it and how to deal with that challenge without the need of having to decrypt all the individual flows and packets inside the network at a great cost. So you also discussed with me the IoT challenge and how we can automate the process of identifying these devices, you know, group them together uh, and then start to apply better policy control and segmentation in, in these environments where we had difficulty before. And finally, we've reviewed uh, the emerging trend of crypto mining. They're very exciting um, and where analytics also uh, can help you identify those computers or assets or workloads that are being held hostage by, by some sort of money-making um, attacker. So I hope our discussion here, Petra, has been an informative uh, session for, for all the listeners. And uh, I want to thank you again uh, for joining me. So thank you, uh, everyone, for listening in to this Cisco Security Podcast. If you're interested in learning more and dive into more details about the latest trends, feel free to download your copy of the annual cybersecurity report uh, that we have on www.cisco.com slash go slash ACR 2018 or go to our Cisco blogs, the Cisco security blog page at blogs.cisco.com security. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.